RTHK News. Good afternoon, it's one o'clock, I'm Todd Harding. The headlines. The Chief Executive Carrie Lamb says the MTRC's new signalling system will not be used until its safety was assured. Carrie Lamb also says changes to Hong Kong's extradition laws are needed to safeguard the public. And the Medical Association says it welcomes the hiring of overseas doctors. The Chief Executive Carrie Lam says it's fortunate that yesterday's train collision occurred during testing of a new signalling system. Two train drivers were slightly injured. Before the weekly Exco meeting, Mrs Lam promised not to open a new rail link or use the new signal system until safety was assured. Apparently it was related to the testing. Fortunately, it was still the testing of the new signal system which has yet to be put in place. So uh, if uh, problems uh, did arise in the testing, then we still have this opportunity and time to rectify it before putting it in service. And I want to reiterate that public safety is of primary concern. So we will not rush to open the Satin Central link or to put in place this new signal system until we are assured of the safety. The MTR Corporation says it can't confirm when the Chunwan line between Admiralty and Central will reopen following yesterday's early morning collision between the two trains. Operations Director Adi Lau says it's taking longer than expected to remove the trains, one of which derailed. It needs a lot of effort to put the wheels back onto the rail. And this process is very challenging and because of the limited space inside the tunnel and we could not use a very heavy lifting equipment to help. Not until we have successfully put back the first car of the second train onto the rail, it would be difficult for us to assess when the process can be completed. An engineering expert believes it'll be days before the derailed section of train can be moved. Peter Chu is the former head of the Department of Engineering at the Institute of Vocational Education. There are two major parts. The first part is to taking away such very heavy things from the ground to the wheel again. And probably they may need, say, some form of repair so that to make the train that can be taken by another trolley to bring, bring it outside, OK? That will take time. Just remind you that they only have three hours a day for that purpose. That's why you, you see how difficult the work is. And then after taking that train away, they have to repair the rails and other equipment. Roundtable lawmaker Michael Teen, who's also a member of LegCo's Railways Subcommittee, says the MTRC should consider replacing the supplier of its new $3.3 billion signalling system following yesterday's train collision. The supplier had confirmed that their software was problematic after the incident. Mr Teen was speaking after attending an RTHK radio programme. Maybe we have to stick with them for a one line. I don't see the need that we have to stick with them for the other lines. As far as legal concern... Uh, litigation, uh, financial uh, compensation, that are, those are not my concern. My concern is public confidence and public safety. To other news, Chief Executive Carrie Lam says the government is working hard to explain to the business sector and the public the reasons why changes have to be made to the SAR's extradition laws. The controversial proposal is aimed at making it easier for wanted criminal suspects to be surrendered to other jurisdictions. But business leaders have expressed concerns about people being handed over to the mainland under the amended legislation. Mrs Lam said she hopes their explanation will alleviate people's concerns over the matter. The amendments are intended to um, sort of pursue judicial justice and uh, in, uh, in criminal cases 
um, and also to protect public. Because if there are serious criminal uh, crime offenders who have absconded and uh, came to Hong Kong, they are a threat to public safety. So uh, we have uh, reviewed the existing legislation and acknowledged that there is a loophole. And the intention of these amendments um, is to pluck the loophole. The Security Secretary John Lee will meet members of the Hong Kong General Chamber of Commerce this afternoon to discuss the issue. The Medical Association says it welcomes overseas doctors working in Hong Kong public hospitals as soon as possible to ease staff shortages. Following a survey of more than 3,000 doctors, Association President Ho Chung Ping says it's proposed having a limited registration scheme. Under the scheme, doctors wouldn't have to sit a licensing exam, but would be limited to working in public hospitals. Dr Ho says he hopes the Medical Council can make a ruling on its suggestion as soon as possible. All these non-local doctors, they can join the Hong Kong, and then as what we call the limited registration. In other words, they work in the public hospitals, and then they don't need to have any examination at all. So it would be much quicker, because we have two principles. The first principle is that we have to guarantee the standard, and secondly, we have to have the hospital authority people, because you know the doctors, they are working to death, so that we have to do that as early as possible. Dr Ho also says he hopes the Medical Council can exempt overseas doctors from having to complete an internship after sitting the licensing exam. He says this is the main hurdle to encouraging overseas talent to work in the health sector. A new survey shows Hong Kong is now one of the three most expensive cities in the world, climbing from number four a year ago to the joint top spot. Altis Wong has the story. The annual survey by the Economist Intelligence Unit showed the cost of living in Hong Kong is now 7% more expensive than New York. The think tank compared the price of more than 150 items, ranging from bread loaf to a two-piece business suit and home rents in more than 130 cities around the world. It found Singapore and Paris to be just as expensive as Hong Kong. The three cities now share the number one spot, and it's the second year in a row the Lion City has finished at the top. Behind was Zurich. Other Asian cities in the top 10 are Osaka and Seoul. The Japanese city rose six spots to join fifth place along with Geneva. The South Korean capital dropped one position and shares the seventh spot with Copenhagen and New York as it continues to be one of the most expensive cities in the world to top up a shopping basket. A loaf of bread costs 15 US dollars 59 cents in Seoul compared with just 3 US dollars and 91 cents in Hong Kong. Mainland cities have generally seen a decline in rankings, meaning that they have become relatively less expensive as consumer and business confidence were hurt by an economic slowdown and an ongoing trade war with the United States. Shanghai and Shenzhen are the most expensive cities across the border at joint 25th place. By contrast, South Asian cities traditionally finished towards the bottom of the list, but now they are no longer the cheapest in the world. Kuala Lumpur, for example, climbed 10 spots to 88th. New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has urged her fellow citizens never to utter the name of the gunman who killed 50 people at mosques in Christchurch. Speaking in Parliament, Ms Ardern said he had sought notoriety. He is a terrorist. He is a criminal. He is an extremist. But he will, when I speak, be nameless. And to others I implore you, speak the names of those who were lost rather than the name of the man who took them. 30 people who were injured in the attacks on Friday remain in hospital. An Australian man has so far been charged with a single count of murder. 
The chief executive of the American entertainment company Warner Brothers has resigned following allegations that he promised film roles to an actress in return for sex. Kevin Sujihara had been in charge of the studio for six years. Here's the BBC's Dan Johnson. Kevin Sujihara is credited with successful franchises like recent DC superhero movies Wonder Woman and Aquaman, as well as the latest Harry Potter spin-offs. But text messages going back five years, published by The Hollywood Reporter, appear to show that he was willing to promise film roles to Charlotte Kirk, an aspiring British actress, while they were in a sexual relationship. She got parts in the Warner Brothers films How to Be Single and Ocean's 8. She's admitted having an affair, but insists she earned the film roles herself. Herself. A UN aid worker says every building in the Mozambican city of Beira, home to half a million people, has been damaged by Cyclone Edai. Gerald Bork said roads were blocked and there was no power. Up to a thousand people are feared dead. Anna Carolina from the aid agency Mission Africa said the situation north of Beira was desperate. Our coordinator on ground said that his whole community was destroyed. A lot of people lost their lives and their lack of food and water. People are sheltered in a supermarket and in a school waiting for aid. They don't know what to do, they don't know where to go. There's no electricity and communication is still very poor. Uh, we had news only from one of our school. Haven't heard from the other ones since last Thursday. The French president, Emmanuel Macron, has described the latest Yellow Vest protest in Paris as a riot by hooligans. He said there was a difference between legitimate protests, which were protected by the Constitution, and the demonstration that took place on Saturday. Restaurants and shops on the Champs-Élysées were looted and set on fire. In response, the government has sacked the head of the Paris police. Mr Macron said other measures would also be taken. What we have now is people who don't remember why they're in the streets apart from to destroy things and who don't ask for authorization. And so what we've decided to do, and this wasn't done on Saturday, is to adapt the public order system so the response is different from that for a protest. Police in the Netherlands say they've arrested Gokman Tanish, a 37-year-old Turkish man, in connection with the killing of three people in a shooting on a tram in the city of Utrecht. The authorities said it was likely to have been a terror attack, but have not ruled out a family dispute as the cause. The Dutch Prime Minister Mark Rutte said the motive wasn't yet known. An attack took place today in Utrecht, literally at the heart of the Netherlands. There are three dead and several injured, some of them in critical condition. The suspect has been apprehended by now. There are many questions and rumours. And as we said this afternoon, it's unclear what the motives behind the attack were. The operator of the metro in Japan's second city, Osaka, has closed its foreign language websites after a number of translation errors were discovered on its English page. The mistakes included calling the Sakai Suji subway line the Sakai Muscle Line and translating Tengachaya Station as World Tea House. Officials said they'd used online translation software. To finance news a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 29,343. That's 66 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $56 billion. To currencies, the US dollar is trading at 111.23 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 13 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 42 cents. And now with the sports news, here's Adam Jung. 
The hottest team in the NBA have beaten the reigning champions on their own court. The San Antonio Spurs paid a visit to the Golden State Warriors and came out 111-105 winners. DeMar DeRozan had a game-high 26 points to help the Spurs extend their winning streak to nine games. Golden State dropped into a tie for first in the West with Denver, who defeated Boston 114-105. Our U.S. sports commentator Ray Jovanovich says the Western Conference Will be contested till the very end. All of a sudden, the Spurs are back in the playoff picture in a, in a big way.、Uh, Golden State and Denver basically kept pace last week. Both teams won three games in a row, and interestingly, both Golden State and Denver defeated Oklahoma City, who's trying to stay in that top four position to get home court advantage in the first round. Of course, the Houston Rockets have reeled off, you know, nine of ten. They played really good basketball when it matters. So have the Spurs. So the teams from Texas starting to play better basketball. In the East, the Toronto Raptors walked over the New York Knicks 128-92, but lost Kyle Lowry. The All-Star point guard collided with New York's Mitchell Robinson in the fourth quarter and left the game with injury to his right ankle. Jeremy Lin led Toronto with 20 points off the bench. Meanwhile, Dirk Nowitzki of the Dallas Mavericks has moved past Will Chamberlain to become the NBA's sixth leading scorer. The decisive basket brought him to 31,420 points. The big German trails only Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Karl Malone, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, and Michael Jordan. Nowitzki has also made nearly 2,000 three-pointers in his career, and is the only player in NBA history. To play 21 seasons with one team. Now, Major League Soccer's newest team are celebrating their first win since joining the league. After a defeat and a draw to start their inaugural season, FC Cincinnati won their home opener 3-0 against Portland Timber. Cincinnati president Jeff Birding says it's all about the support from their fans. This club was born by the fans、uh, and for the fans, for the city. And I think when you feel that ownership and you feel that pride, people get very excited to support the club and create this brilliant movement. On the ice, the Tampa Bay Lightning have clinched the President's Trophy for best regular season record in the NHL. They beat the Arizona Coyotes 4-1 for win number 56 on the season. Steven Stamkos scored in the first period to become Tampa's all-time leader in goals with 384, passing Vinny LeCavalier. The Lightning have home ice advantage throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. And that's your look at sports. Thanks, Atom. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The chief executive Carrie Lance says the MTRC's new signalling system will not be used until its safety was assured. Carrie Lance says changes to Hong Kong's extradition laws are needed to safeguard the public, and the medical association says it welcomes the hiring of overseas doctors. The news from RTHK.
the rain go, let it back. Got another call, but I just don't want to chat. Taking all my energy with the bomb that you dropped on me. Should've known you do good to be true. Oh, oh, can't believe I fell for the same old pretty lies. Now I'm a big girl, should've learned to trust my mind. But I'm a So I 